Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry you haven't heard this voice in a while. It's Dietrich Davis, one half of the most illustrious tag team in the world. One half of the greatest future, as Booker T would say, Hall of Fame tag team ever of myself, Dietrich Davis, and my partner in crime, the person who, when we do this podcast since COVID has started from two different locations, we have given consistent hot tags. Oh no, we're not the number one podcast in professional wrestling. But by next year, we will be in the top 20 wrestling podcasts. That's without a question. Mark Morell is his name. He also goes by the executioner, Mark Knight. He is a dictionary of wealth of and information when it comes to the business of professional wrestling, whether in the States or overseas. Me, myself, Dietrich Davis, Dietrich Davis, so you heard it correctly. I consider myself the watcher of this business. Oh, I'm a wealth of knowledge people sleep on. But that's not what today is about. It's been almost a week and a half since the wrestler Booker T disrespected WWE superstar Naomi. And I'm going to take my time with this. This may be a little bit longer of an episode. I do not care. I have to. I got to keep it 1,000. But first, I want to thank our listeners at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbeam, CastBox, Deezer, Tuned In, I believe Pandora, and a few weeks, Podcast Addict, and also the soon-to-be-fully-updated website, ddod.tv, which stands for Dietrich Davis On Demand. I got another podcast called The Important Nobodies. I put work in. I'm working on a new podcast, which episodes will be coming twice a week, called Everything 90 Days Fiance. If you know me, you know I love trash reality television. Now, you know this podcast, We this particular podcast, we tend to give you Almost sometimes three times a week, sometimes seven times a week. We're getting to the point where we are putting up two episodes a day as my illustrious tag team partner, Mark Knight Morell, the executioner, brings us content and soon will be bringing us weekly content from the new New Japan show called New Japan Strong, which will be Fridays, a show we believe will be competing with SmackDown, not hour to hour, but as an alternative or something else to take in on your Friday nights. I want to thank all of our new listeners. I want to thank all of our current listeners, but it's time for me to get into the topic at hand. Mark has given me the hot tag, and whenever you see us switch back and forth on this podcast microphone, always remember, it's like getting the hot tag in professional wrestling. Oh, Booker T knows what a hot tag is. He's hot tagged with Goldust. He's hot tagged with his brother, Stevie Ray. He's hot tagged, I believe, with RVD. I don't know. He might have more championships than any championship reigns of combined titles than most wrestlers do in the business of professional wrestling. Oh, oh, Booker T at 55 years old has accomplished a lot in the business of grabbing everybody else's brass rings. I want to start this episode off. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just calling it what it is. Booker T will brag and talk about how he is, and it's not bragging, it's a fact. 
He is a two-time WWE Hall of Famer, five-time WCW champion, one-time WWE World's Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> he goes by many names. G.I. Bro, Cole, King Booker, Booker T, Booker, and Black Snow. Oh, and was he Black Snow? We watched that nigga melt like a snowflake because of the support Naomi got. Oh, we all saw that. Let's not get it twisted. This nigga was in awe of his emotions. And if you do not like the language that I use on this podcast, please go fuck yourself. I am not here or designed or branded for the week at heart when it comes to the podcasting scene. Booker T is Ace Boone Coon number one. That should be his new ring name. He got three kids. I feel sorry for those children that that's their daddy. A coon. It's upsetting that Charmel probably has to lay down with him when she knows her husband is a coon. Booker T has subscribed to the theory of the brass ring, ladies and gentlemen. CM Punk said it best. I have reached for so many of Vince McMahon's brass brass rings that I realize it's not real. As a child being raised, my father said to me, you grab no one else's brass rings. He goes, when you climb to the mountaintop, To accomplish your goal and your dream, you make sure that you did not do it on anybody else's merit system, a term that Booker T used over the last few days, last week. Do not do it on anybody else's rules and merits, because if you have to do it off of merit alone, you had to follow someone else's blueprint to do it. And Booker T is the definition of a coon ass nigger, hard E-R, who appeals to the white master and grabs their brass rings. Now, he may disagree with what I'm saying. I'm open to a conversation with Booker T one day because he has disappointed me many times in the past. He may say I'm not worth the voice or the conversation. He may say that I'm not the person who who should be able to judge him. Unfortunately, as this podcast is put out for people to listen to, and like Booker T does on his Hall of Fame podcast with his white co-host, and I'm going to be very, very prejudiced today. It's in my right to. You can tell Booker ain't really a nigga from Harlem. You can tell that's a Texas boy, boy. Woo. <laughs> Because a nigga from New York would never put down a female who is probably more famous than he is in this business in a shorter amount of time. Naomi started off with the Funkadactyls where you saw that she had it. Where you saw that she had, you knew that something was different with her. As we do a lot of wrestlers, male and female, when you see something, they may start off in the shittiest gimmick, but you know there's something there. Then the, the other girl got thrown off, fired. Brodus Clay, fired. Futures Endeavors letters, thank you for your service. We will not be calling you back. He's the guy who never got told, never say never. Nah, it's never going to happen. And Naomi cruised, not cruised, paced herself in getting better in the ring, becoming a great athlete. No, she's not the best promo person. A lot of WWE champions are not good on the microphone. Like Booker T was never great on the microphone. He knows that. 
if I was using the Bret Hart system of rating a wrestler and giving you 10 points for look, 10 points for Mike, and 10 points for in-ring ability, Booker T gets a strong one on the mic. I'm going to point out a time in history that proves this to be so. Booker T has a decent look. I'm going to give Booker a six in look. He never was the super jacked guy, but he wasn't the person that you would cross the street from if he walked down a dark street. You could tell he's naturally clownish. It vibes off of him. So I'm going to give his look a six. And off of in-ring ability. Oh, Booker's a decent wrestler. So I'm going to give him an eight. So that's eight plus one. That makes nine. Was in And look, well, you know, I'm going to give his look a five. I'm going to give his in-ring ability a seven. I'm not hating. A seven. That's 12. Microphone, that's one. That's 13. 13 out of 30. That's using the Bret Hart system of judging a fucking wrestler. No one will disagree with me. And if you do, you're just looking for a reason to go up against what I'm saying. Oh, this is going to be a decent. This, is going to be, this episode is going to go on for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. I'm taking my time. In the words of a battle rapper, he's going to get this work. <laughs> Oh, Booker, you're going to get this work this episode. See, I may be nobody to you today as you listen to this, but there will be a time when me and you will come face to face and I'm going to ask you the most uncomfortable questions of your career and not have a white boy co-sign you during your whole TV uh, uh, show, that that shitty-ass podcast, the Hall of Fame show. It's, 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 it's shitty. Your brother has a, a far more superior show. Booker T is a two-time WWE Hall of Famer. Yes, there is only three other men in the business that could say that they got two WWE Hall of Fame rings. Yes, that is true. But the Hall of Fame in the WWE is not real. It is not truly recognized in the Sports Hall of Fame. It is truly not recognized like the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, the NHL Hall of Fame, the NBA Hall of Fame. Okay, there is no physical place to go to and see all of the trophies and the plaques in this when it comes to WWE and the world of entertainment professional wrestling. Okay, isn't it amazing that amateur wrestling means real, but professional wrestling means fake. Something my lawyers or the lawyers that I am going up against in the current court case that I'm a part of. Oh, I know you niggas is listening to this podcast. I know you are. You couldn't even tell that professional and wrestling means fake. An amateur means real. Inti how? Booker T, like I was saying five times. I mean, no, let me, let me take let me pace myself. I got some notes here, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a two-time WWE Hall of Famer. The WWE Hall of Fame is not a real Hall of Fame. It is another brass ring of Vince McMahon's for you to grab. It's getting to the point where he's gonna end up having to put everybody in the Hall of Fame because he's running out of real big names to put in there. There's only but Sid and maybe six or seven more. It's gonna get to the point where he's gonna be inducting Zack Ryder. <laughs> Let me take a sip of my water for this sucker. And Zack Ryder has more credibility than me, than Booker T. He showed the WWE how the internet works 10 years ago. Booker T disrespected Naomi on a very large scale. He talked about deserving. I know I ran my, I ran you guys here for 14 minutes, but let me, let me get to some true points. He talked about deserving and respect and the fans took to Twitter after seeing a bag Naomi moment on television and said Naomi deserves better Naomi deserves a chance and I agreed 
you realize that Naomi, though she does not have the great promo, because wrestling ability is a nine, I would eight, I would say with her. Her look is a ten. Her mic skills maybe a two. This is using the Bret Hart system of rating a wrestler. But Naomi outshines every female wrestler sometimes when she is given the right opponent as any wrestler it's about who you dance with and the fans universally said basically said no to the her opponent and said yes to her Naomi has gone viral two times in this one fucking year that is not easy to do in the business of professional wrestling on top of that, where she had celebrities from all walks of life even supporting her. This was not a Black Lives Matter thing. This was Naomi deserves better. A support that has never been seen by a wrestler, by so, to, for a wrestler, by so many people around the world. This was a universal thing i want to quote read the i want to read exactly what booker t said pardon me i'm gonna take my time naomi deserves a chance they can all go to hell with these hashtags i'm tired of hearing about them nobody deserves a chance you have to earn a chance and your spot on the roster this is not some kind of movement just to pull somebody up just because I hate to say this because I like Naomi, but as far as the business goes, you get your you get in on your merit alone. Wrong, nigga. Wrong. This is not a buddy system. The business of professional wrestling is the worst and most viral and toxic buddy system in the history of entertainment. Ask Hall and Nash about those WCW contracts. And then when Bret Hart was coming in, asking him, asking Bret Hart to ask for more money so they can get a bump in pay because of something called favorites of nations. This is no buddy system. Well, such as such has a buddy, and that's why they're doing it. That might be true. L- literally contradicting himself in the middle of his own fucking comment. But life is not fair. Oh, nigga, you learned. The internet told, showed you life is not fair. Booker T almost was canceled and didn't even know it. Sometimes you have to make. Sometimes you have to make your own breaks and rise to the occasion when no one else thought you could it might not happen overnight no one expected me to become six-time champion but my persistence of going out there and performing better than all of those suckers in the locker room and they knew it and the fans saw something different before i continue booker t never stole the fucking show Never in his fucking life. Booker T's best matches was against Chris Benoit and the best of seven in WCW. It was with Chris Benoit and that best of seven. And Benoit carried that sucker. Benoit carried that motherfucker for seven goddamn matches. That best of seven could have been with anyone and Benoit would have been the ring general of that match and the carrier of that match. Oh, you popped the people for, for, for spinning on your back and dancing, nigga? That's what you did? <laughs> I'm gonna get in your ass. You gonna get this work. Let me continue what he says in his quote. I'm quoting him. That's why I say Naomi deserves better. I don't think it it serves her any purpose. People advocating for her in that way. 
the way that needs to be the way that needs to be put out there is her advocating for herself and performing at a high level. She is the female Kofi, Kofi Kingston motherfucker. When you do that, you cannot be denied. No one will never say you were giving anything. If it happened tomorrow and someone blessed Naomi with the world championship, trust me, it would not feel like she did it on her own. I would have never wanted the world title if it was given to me in that way. Naomi is perhaps more, uh, more athletic than every female in the locker room. But psychology and working are, are two different things. I agree with him on that. If I had my hands on her for one month, Naomi will look at this business in a different way. Naomi's response was with a Jim Carrey meme and said, we'll do thumbs up. That was a nice fuck you. That was a nice fuck you. Do we want to talk about, I want to, I want to bring up something. Booker T was the greatest coon champion in WWE history. They gave him a title because Vince McMahon was able to, and, and the staff was able to laugh at a black man acting, acting like a English king in the middle of the ring by calling himself King Booker. He cooned as a black man, bringing down the value of other black men because whether he think it's on his own merit, nigga, please. That was a very painful thing to watch for those that year that he ran with the King Booker gimmick. It told us as black supporters of the sport of the business of professional wrestling, as black fans, as this, that, and the other, that the only way you get an opportunity in WWE is by cooning, singing, and dancing. And we know Vince has been trying to get that coon gimmick over for years by any means necessary. Was the gimmick over? Because you see, Booker, people wasn't laughing with you when you was doing that gimmick. Motherfuckers was laughing at you. Oh, you set black wrestlers back at least 10 years. Makes sense. That's when Kofi got the title. Am I correct? Am I correct? I'm just saying. Around that time, Bobby Lashley left the company, right? Am I correct? Yeah, I'm correct. Booker truly has, when he won the WCW championship, he won it when the company was in the worst state ever. Five times he carried the title on a failing television show that was being rejected by AOL that they couldn't give away tickets. The WWE gave away 30,000 tickets. They would have 30,000 people in the building. They couldn't even give the tickets away when Booker T was champion. Nigga, you drew nothing. Someone pull me, Eric Bischoff, where's the numbers for WCW when Bucca was champion? You're a five-time champion of a failing company and the end. They didn't even care who went out as champion. I would at least put the belt back on Ric Flair. <laughs> Booker T never sold no tickets. Booker T never done any of those things. Please tell me when Booker T sold tickets. Please tell me when Booker T sold out an arena. He never did that. Other people did. He never did that. Who gives a fuck about that five-time WCW champion and that one-time champion? Nigga, you was, a coo you was a coon champion. And Vince laughed at you and said, good shit, pal. Good shit. It's frustrating. Nothing that Booker did made the business feel like he changed something. Maybe in his head. You know, Booker reminds me of Tony Atlas. Smart enough to know what you're doing, but not dumb enough to see who the fuck you really are. I never heard one person say, I would love to see Booker T as champion. Never, not once. 
We accepted you being a champion because that's what they put on TV. But we never wanted to see you as champion. And for people that did, that was on them. But you, nigga, we never want to see you as champion. I mean, you got the WCW champion. I said, well, they're about to go out of business anyway. Who the fuck is watching this? Yo, June, turn to WCW. I mean, WWE, WWF at the time. It's sad that he really believes he did something in this business when he's done nothing. You grabbed all the brass rings and still didn't get recognition until AOL started decided to buy WCW and it was getting rid of that bitch. Because if it was up to Eric Bischoff, you wouldn't have been the world champion. They just didn't know what to do with the belt. Unfortunately, you got the WCW championship for being black, not being the best. At that time, I, I, want, I want people to I want to point out something to people. Get a chance. Go, go Google Chuck Palumbo versus Booker T, WCW championship. Chuck Palumbo pins Booker T for the WCW championship. They restarted the match, but for, for, for about one minute, Chuck Palumbo was WCW champion. Did he deserve that? Was that someone in the buddy system that Booker T basically says does exist but don't exist? Chuck Palumbo was there for a cup of coffee and became world champion during the dark ages of WCW. And we're supposed to take Booker T's five-time WCW championship wins seriously? Kane's one night as WWF champion has more value than any title Booker T has won over the course of his career. But yeah, but you're a two-time Hall of Famer. Sports don't even recognize the Cauliflower Hall of Fame. Only the wrestlers do. You think that you really did something? I want to read a comment from another podcast. It's called Off the Script from JD in New York. And I saw a particular comment, and I got to give credit. He has one of the best wrestling podcasts out there. He's a fellow New Yorker. He blacks out on the mic. I love it. Someone wrote in his comments, Booker, when Booker says hashtags can go to hell, kind of stuff he's basically telling the fans to go to hell fans are vital to pro wrestling a wrestler can never really know how over he slash c she is without the fans especially in the empty arena we are living in now someone else wrote he's also stating the fact that he's kissing vince's ass oh how true that is he is kissing Vince's ass. You have to think about that. Because Booker T is still looking for another job in the WWE. Let's not get that fucking twisted. <sighs> Let me drink some of my water. This shit is frustrating. Maybe if WWE would listen to the fans, in my personal opinion... Uh, like putting Naomi forward. And you know what's so crazy? Naomi's not even, Naomi never complained once. And this conversation, Booker is making it look like, and this is so shameful. Booker is making it look like Naomi is the one b complaining and screaming to the fans online. Not once can you find one tweet or one email or one piece of documentation that says Naomi is complaining. Like Kofi Kingston, Naomi goes out there and does exactly what she's supposed to do. She's in every segment she's supposed to be in. She does, obviously, what WWE has always asked her to do. If you go back to the Royal Rumble, Naomi had one of the biggest pops this fucking year in the WWE 2020 Royal Rumble. Go Google the pop. Go look it up. It was huge. It was monstrous. It was a career-returning pop. She went viral. Booker T, this is his first time going viral, and it has nothing to do with his career. It's him putting down a fellow talent and a black woman. And then you wonder why black women say black men don't support them in entertainment. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Booker T is in a sunken place. He really is. Booker T is the, is the sunken black man of professional wrestling. This is also coming from the dude Booker T who co-signed basically Vince McMahon using the word nigga on television. When he walked up to John Cena before the Survivor Series or something that said, what's going on, my nigger? Do we forget Vince McMahon said that and walks past Booker and says, what's up? And Booker says, please tell me he didn't just say that. Triple H played this nigga Booker T on live motherfucking television. And this was a moment I was very disappointed in Booker from one black man to another black man. It was WrestleMania 19 and they were cutting the promo and it was Booker T versus Triple H. And this was the only time I can admit people thought Booker T should have won the championship, but it wasn't because he was a great talent. It was because people love seeing Triple H lose the WWE World's Heavyweight Championship. And then Triple H went out there and cut one of his monstrous promos as he always cuts. And he goes, Booker, your job is to sing and dance for us and blah, blah, blah. And then Booker T grabs the mic. He looks around and he goes, that may be so. And Triple H gives him, blinks his eyes and takes one step back. Go look that promo up. And he's like, and, Bo and you can see Triple H is saying, please tell me he didn't just say that. And in that moment, I knew Booker T was not going to win the, w, the, the, the WWE World's Heavyweight Championship. I knew it. You know why? Because he played himself. He agreed with Triple H. He basically said, yes, black people's jobs are to sing and dance. That's exactly what Booker T agreed to in that promo. So why should we have expected him to win the, w, to win the World's Heavyweight Championship when you just told Triple H he was right? There was no reason to fight him. You couldn't even think on your toes with your one-way your, your your one given promo ass. Excuse me. If Twitter was around back then, people might have went to back for Booker or they would have coon-book Booker and he would have went... Uh, and he would have been viral for making a fool out of himself on the microphone. He's lucky there was only MySpace. I had to pause for a minute because that, that really frustrated me. It really frustrated me. Right now in the current state of the WWE, we have more black champions than ever. Our WWE tag team champions on Raw are black. Our United States champion is black. Think about that. Our WWE Raw's woman champion is black. Our WWE SmackDown women's champion is Mexican. Our WWE women's champion, tag team champions are black and Mexican. We have more black representation right now than anything. And maybe if Booker didn't grab all the imaginary brass rings, learned how to cut a promo, and actually did something right, we would be more advanced. Wrestling is a white-ran and driven business. We have to work 10 times as harder. So if the fans are recognizing that Naomi, Naomi is that bitch, then you need to quarterback her. You don't have to. But Booker T is caught up in the idea of this. Me and Mark, uh, the co-host of my co-host of this show, Mark, Mark Knight Morell, have argued about paying dues behind the scenes. And I said to Mark, nobody, no wrestler should be paying dues. Not when Vince McMahon can look at you and just say, oh, I like that guy's look. Let's give him the world championship. That's always how it has worked. This is why I cannot argue with that young wrestler who was like, I'm not getting water for no one. Billion dollar corporation and you got the wrestlers getting water because you want to fucking shit on them, especially as a black man, making it look like it's a slavery thing. I would have a chip on my shoulder, too, if I was that young wrestler. I forget his name. So forgive me for that. But 
But it's the culture of the business and Booker T is programmed to the culture of a system that doesn't work anymore. So it didn't, you know, it's crazy. He says hashtags don't matter. But do you know Booker T is running for, for mayor of Texas? Imagine, or Houston, Texas, or something like that. Imagine Booker T saying hashtags don't matter on the next big black murder that'll be on the watch if he becomes mayor. He will be buried again social media-wise. Do you know a hashtag got the world together to fight, to riot, to get justice for George Floyd? That was a hashtag that did that, motherfucker. But you want to sit there and act as if hashtags don't matter? That's like people saying the words, the lyrics in hip hop didn't matter in the 80s when that was the news. He's basically saying that a hashtag is a format of virtue signaling and it doesn't mean nothing. You don't think Triple H saw that? You don't think WWE saw that? You don't think Vince McMahon became aware of that? We're not asking for Naomi to get the WWE Women's Championship. We're asking for her to, be, to have better storylines. Everybody, Booker T, your coon ass, everybody deserves a chance and opportunity. Everybody. It is what you do with that chance and opportunity. And Naomi was giving an opportunity with conditions. Now we need Naomi to get an opportunity without conditions. She has all of the merit in the world. This is not cancel culture. This is just people pointing out something that they see wrong. And I don't need any white men's thoughts on this topic either because white women and white men has always gotten the opportunity. The problem is that, that the problem is within WWE and the powers that be that Naomi is not a pale skinned blonde head white chick because the blonde head chicks get more opportunities than the Burnettes and the black woman. How do you think the Daniel Bryan movement started? That was Twitter, social media, the fans recognizing his fucking greatness. Do we remember Booker? He got the loudest pop since Steve Austin, since the Road Warriors in the 80s, since the NWO. Do you remember when Daniel Bryan sat on top of that cage, Booker T, and he saw, and we after before after he took down the Wyatt family and he chanted, yes, yes, yes. Oh, the fans was hijacking it. Guess what, nigga? You never got that. I think you're a jealous and envious human being. And I think you're mad that Naomi as a black woman got more personal love and support from the fans than you ever have. What happened? They didn't write enough letters to, to WCW when you was around? Booker T should not train Naomi for a month to teach her anything because he has done nothing in the business. People get championship belts on the time. Do they get them when they mean something and when it carries and when it counts? 10-time WCW tag team shit. Don't, don't give a fuck about that, nickel. We all know Eric Bischoff basically buried the tag team division and they buried the belts with you with you having them. So you being 10-time WCW champion didn't mean shit with the tag belts. So no, you should not teach Naomi anything because you haven't even produced a champ, a world champion that came out of the reality of wrestling in the WWE. And your greatest, the, the, the person that you had the most her Achilles heel is torn and we might not see her again. The people on social media wasn't calling for Ember Moon. They were calling for Naomi Booker. They weren't calling for you. They were calling for Naomi. This nigga has cooned himself into the greatest hater and professional wrestler. A satire world champion called King Booker. Nigga, fuck out of here. 
how does she earn? And I want, and if I'm long-winded with this episode, fine, so be it. But I got to get it all off my chest because I don't like leaving nothing on my chest. But I would love the Booker T to answer the question is, how does she earn if the company doesn't even, doesn't even want to acknowledge her, though she's doing everything? Hmm? See, Booker T is one of those motherfuckers who like the sound of sucking their own dick. The company won't let her learn, earn. The company won't give her what she asked for. The fans have supported Naomi for 10 years and now it has reached a boiling point. I don't get it. Kofi Kingston showed up for 11 to 12 years. There was a time when he was about to go up against Randy Orton. It looked like it was world title time. That got buried. So when you're in a business that can, see, it's not like sports. It's not like NBA where a a talented basketball player will start the show because he is in real life situations because the management is not controlling the team when they're on the court. But this is a company that is micro, like all of professional wrestling is a micromanaged business. And as a micromanaged business, a business that is fake, that writes television storylines, that creates merchandise and blah, 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 this, that, and the other. It is a micromanaged business. So how does Naomi earn her merit in a micromanaged business when your merit is given to you by the people who manage the business? I said a lot right there, but think that through. Booker T is a fucking hater. She's earned more in a short amount of time than Booker ever has. <laughs> Can't even get a black man to protect a black woman. I don't get it. But let's keep it real, Booker. Booker has supported the white female wrestlers. Booker has supported the, the white wrestler, the white male wrestlers. You know, is Charlotte the better wrestler because she's the better wrestler? Or is Charlotte the better wrestler because that's Vince McMahon's formula of what he wants, the blonde head, pale-skinned woman? When it comes to white wrestlers, Booker T supports them. But it seems like when it comes to this, uh, some black wrestlers, he don't support them. I can understand white people not getting behind Naomi. It's a white ran business. It's not designed for black people. We're technically visitors in this business. And it's true. Gabrielle Union, Kiki Palmer, a lot and a handful of black women, excuse me, outside of the business of mainstream of the mainstream television and film came in full support of this woman. But here's Booker T, the Terry Crews of professional wrestling. Yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah, boss. Yeah, boss. And then trick Booker T tried to make it about him. I don't care what the internet says. Wait till this nigga becomes mayor, y'all. I hope he has one of the worst murders on his fucking, and I know I'm, it's like wishing a black man death, but I hope he has to face black America at the largest point if he ever becomes the mayor of Texas. And I might be wrong on that information, but if he does, Jesus Christ. You know, it makes you think. I think when Naomi needs, if she's going to get some education, because she knows this business, she understands what she needs to learn is the game of politics. Maybe she needs to sit down with Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan and John Cena and Steve Austin and let them school her on how the politics of this business works because it ain't her in-ring ability. And she knows how to tell a story in the ring. She might be too good that the other people can't this, that, and the other. And you know why a lot of the women's matches are not great in WWE and why a lot of the men's matches are not great in WWE, in my personal opinion, because they're all taking the same type of back bump. Great example. Let's use the back bump example. Being very clear. 
Right now, if you take every wrestler and you watch their back bump, everybody takes the same style of back bump. Now, I want you to take Getty Guerrero and look at his back bump. I want you to look at Chris Benoit's back bump. Though they look similar, they're different. Different ways of training, different ways of knowing your body. I want you to look at Steve Austin's back bump and look at Jeff Hardy's back bump. Go look at Kane's back bump. Go look at Undertaker's back bump. Go look at Hulk Hogan's back bump. Go look at Macho Man's back bump. Go look at uh, uh, everybody's back bumps that you can before this current generation. And it's all different because they have created an adaptive style for themselves to make their body work. Right now, everybody takes the same back bump. So I'm using back bumps as an example. If everyone is taking the same back bump, that means everybody is wrestling the same. So when you are going across, coming across one of the best athletes in the company, Naomi, how can you adjust when she's not trained in the current NXT Performance Center system of professional wrestling? So Naomi is a high-end, a high-end dinner, and everybody else is steaks from Tad's. That's got some, you gotta look at the difference there. She's wrestling the same type of player, so she's not, so she's technically outclassing them without knowing it, and that's what people were seeing. And it's crazy how he took offense to the fans for supporting her. The fans are the ones who keep this business alive. Imagine them never putting the world titles on fucking Daniel Bryan. They would have lost half their viewers. They should have had Daniel Bryan win, win the Rumble last year, that year instead of Batista. You want to know that year instead of Batista. You know why they didn't do it? Because they didn't want to listen to the fans. The best thing that should have happened was Daniel Bryan winning the Royal Rumble and finding something else for Dave Bautista to do. This guy eliminated all of Evolution in one match. Imagine having that Royal, the Royal Rumble win on top of that. See, your opinion is free. We didn't ask for what you thought, Booker, and this is one time you really should have kept your mouth to yourself, your thoughts to yourself. You know, but like assholes, everyone's got them. This is my opinion on you. And, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't understand the business. Maybe the fans don't know what they want because that's how Booker's talking. <sighs> Booker T is one of the greatest disappointments in professional wrestling. Here we have Sasha Banks. She's going to be in a new Mandalorian show for Disney. Right? Did she? I bet the WWE booked that for her. No. Sasha Banks was in all types of commercials, cricket commercials, marketing events, everything that you can think of. She was on TV on different ads just for being her. But leave it to Booker. <laughs> she basically didn't deserve that. The problem is WWE does not see the, see value in black women at this moment in time or maybe in black women in general. Maybe they don't know what to do with it. Maybe, maybe Vince needs to say, I don't know what to do with black talent, and you need to put someone in charge of all black talent, someone in charge of all Hispanic and Latino talent, and, and the rest in charge of white talent, and then find a ways to learn what you are making mistakes in. Because Latino talent has gotten way more opportunities than African-American talents. That's just the truth. And that's fucked up. And it shouldn't be like that. But Booker makes himself the victim in this whole thing in some weird way. Weird way. In some weird fucking way. I guess this is what this generation will call toxic masculinity, right? Hmm. I don't know what the when it when it comes to Booker, I think he um his mistake was speaking up on this, speaking on this topic completely. He was better off just saying, let's just see where this goes. And maybe he should have had a private conversation with Naomi. 
But see, Booker is one of them niggas who wants somebody's attention. Again, liking the sound of sucking his own dick. Most people who like the sound of sucking their own dicks got a little dick. How do you think the Give a Divas a Chance movement came about, Booker? Hmm? That was from a hashtag. And Stephanie McMahon was smart to move on it. And Triple H quarterbacked it. A hashtag did that, Booker. Welcome to this generation, motherfucker. That's what you need to do. Going viral makes you a success. Being a part of the social media system is makes you a success. Because right now with the way business is running, social media is going to tell everybody where they stand in the business of professional wrestling. In my personal opinion, put over MVP. Put her and Bianca Belair together and let them run up against um, the women tag team champions and let him do the talking for them. Your most famous moment in wrestling, Booker T, when I think about it, I'm sorry for the long pause, y'all. I'm really thinking. It's a very frustrating topic for me. Booker T's most famous moment in professional wrestling is getting his ass beat by Stone Cold Steve Austin in a fucking supermarket. Let me repeat. Booker T's best match other than Benoit and the funniest moment in wrestling is where he got his ass beat by Stone Cold Steve Austin in a supermarket. That's the truth. That is the moment everybody will remember. And at that moment, did anybody say, I would love to see Booker be world champion with milk spilled all over him? But go into the comics, Booker. Go read the love Naomi got when she came back. Naomi has earned it. Naomi has built the merit. Naomi has the credibility. Yeah, but Chuck Palumbo beat you for the WCW championship, so I guess he had the credit, the merit, and the bullet, uh, and the credibility. Oh, let's not forget his second decent pop is when he debuted in WCW, WWE as the WCW champion when he put uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin through the table. So when Vince McMahon brought you into WWE, Booker, was that not him giving you a chance? Was that not him giving you opportunity? Let me tell you something Kevin Nash said. Kevin Nash said Vince was hot off for the steroids case. So naturally all the wrestlers got smaller. And here he is hired by Vince and Vince goes looking at him and he goes, well, he's 6'10 and he's 320 and he's not juiced. Holy shit, pal. Let's get the world title on him. And he said Lex Luger came up to him and said, they love you. You're going to get the world championship. And when he was, and when Kevin Nash was asked, "Do you think you got it on looks alone?" he said, "Fuck yeah." At that moment, if he had paid dues, it did not matter. He was six foot ten and three hundred and twenty pounds, and a white male in America from Detroit, Rock motherfucking city, and he looked like a badass, and he looked like a million bucks. No dues were needed. No merit was needed. Vince gave him the opportunity and made him the WWF World Heavyweight Champion. Every champion in this company became champion off the buddy system. You don't think he benefited from being Sean and Razor's and Triple H's, well, at the time, Sean and Razor's friends and, 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 and the kid friends and the, six, the one, two, three kid friends? You don't think they benefited from being the click? And benefited from making things work, Triple H? Are you fucking serious? I mean, not Triple H, um, Booker T. You don't think they benefited from that? Let me tell you something. The marketing behind Naomi can be fucking monstrous if you do it right. If you book Naomi right, and you start slow booking with her, and you keep her injury free, and you put her in the right segments and you decorate the right things for Naomi, the booking can go through the roof. 
You could sell glow sticks. You could sell Naomi light up shoes for the kids. Glow in the dark t-shirts. Glow in the dark armbands. Glow in the dark sippy cups. So when she comes down to the ring, the cups are glowing. You can sell glow in the dark light up teeth for the kids to put in their mouth. So when Naomi slides to the ring and the lights go off for her, all of that is going down. Neon shades that, that light up, all types of shit. The marketing behind Naomi can be crazy. Glow in the dark figures, all of that shit. Naomi can have more financial backing with the WWE and financial credibility with the WWE if they will push the limits just alone on her marketing alone. At this moment in time, when you just take athletic ability alone, she could be the living highlight reel of the WWE for the women. Tell me, Booker, where, where am I wrong at? So when she got into that feud recently with Lacey Evans and they got her singing and dancing, which you know how to do, nigga, right? Matter of fact, Booker, give me a spin of Rooney. <laughs> Guess what she can do, Booker? She can carry a match at least. That's something you've never done. You was carried in every one of your matches. You was carried in every one of your promos. It's so sad that even when Chuck Palumbo, Chuck Palumbo pinned you for the WCW championship, you can tell he was leading the match. Hmm? But not the Lacey, Omen, Lacey Evans, whether I vouch for her as a wrestler or not, she came out and got more opportunities than Naomi had in less than six fucking months. And she was botching up the scene every week. And for the couple of seconds, Naomi went hill with the old black and team bad. She was on point. Booker T, you have to admit, not only does Naomi have the merit that you talk about, she's earned it. And the WWE universe, the fans, the thing that keeps that whole company flowing is what's doing that. And maybe like it is in this entertainment business when Terry Crews violated Gabrielle Union on the same show and this, that, and the other, and she had her proof. Maybe it's just hard for black men to support black women if they have more power than them. The power of the hashtag is the most biggest and beautiful thing in the world. It's true. It's true. And Booker T doesn't understand the current social media market. He doesn't understand the current world. And I think he's stuck in the highlight. And, and Booker T is just a art, this generation's Tony Atlas. What about the speaking out movement, Booker? The speaking out movement was built on a hashtag. Do you not remember that? What can you say? Bel Air, Blazer, Ruby Hart, they was asking what's going on with them. Those people were being asked about by the fans. They put them back on WWE TV. The color of her skin is the issue. And even if you take Bianca Belair, who stole the show at the Royal Rumble outside of Naomi's pop and Brock Lesnar's pop, WWE don't know what to do with black women. And maybe they just need to let the reins off. The Bella Twins, as great as they are, I don't think they're great. <laughs> they never got the support Naomi does. They just got a reality show that worked for them for the complexion for protection. If you look at Total Divas, Total Divas, everybody began to fall in love with Naomi. She's almost the most perfect appearance for the company in this state of the world and what's happening. I don't know, Booker. You stand on your own merit, and to me, you have no merit. And then, you know, Conan kind of agrees, but again, it's the same world of thought. These dudes don't, these older wrestlers do not understand the climate of social media. This is the only rating system you have right now. This is your true total engagement system. You got to use it. You got to know what to do with it. 
WWE don't. But they understand it. They know it works. Zack Ryder proved that they didn't understand. But the number one rule in any business that you're asking people to watch three hours of and whatever, you must listen to the fans. And that's what Booker T, remember, no one that really asked you to be champion. No one was behind you. It is what it is. I'm not going to beat this dead horse no more. I gave it a full hour. I'm done. I got it all off my chest. But that buddy system Booker T talks about, that's the only way you get over. And I think Naomi... Baby girl, you are beautiful, you are talented, you are, the great, you, you, you are a great female wrestler. I think what you should do, and my honest to God truth and my honest to God opinion, I think you need to go to make a photo, well, not Hulk Hogan, he don't like niggers. But give a call to Steve Austin. Give a call to who you can get your hand to from the older guys and learn. But you, it's not, it, you don't need to learn anything in the ring. Your promos are okay. What you need to learn, or not my opinion, let me not say it, maybe you should ask them, how does the politics system really work? Because that will get you over far more than anything. We know you've been shitted on for almost seven to eight years, and it's time for you to get your just due. Fuck Booker T, fuck the hashtag, fuck the coon, fuck this this nigga for liking the sound of sucking his own dick. Fuck him, fuck his career, fuck his wife, fuck his mammy, fuck his pappy, fuck the horse he ran in on, and fuck the horse that he's going to die on. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dietrich Davis, and this podcast is called Wrestlers with Experience. I'm out. Fucking bullshit ass, coon ass nigga.